Dawson. Hello, how are you? Hey, what's up? Team is joining really quick. <laughs> Let's just give him a few minutes. <laughs> how you doing, man? Everything good. Thanks for having us over here. We're excited about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while, uh, but uh, the fifth time time is uh, time is near. Time is nigh. Oh, yo, 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 wacky. Oh, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. Shall we play some tunes? Yeah, play some tunes. I, I purposely chose this song for you, bro. I know it's going to pump you up. Oh, I was about to say, man. You're <laughs> definitely, definitely on point, man. Like, perfect song to start the week. On that, yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Sh- shall we get started, bro? <laughs> Take us away. Take us All away. right. What's up, PukeCast fam? Hope you have a puking good day. And as always, welcome to Asia Web3 Motherfucker Show. I'm Puke, representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple, to discuss the latest NFT news update, review case studies, bring up Asia projects and communities, but, but the most importantly, to be at the forefront of any crypto play and to make some money, introducing the man that hosts the show. He's a brother from another mother. And today... I found out that he has a soft spot for pet. The man looked like Wind Diesel, actually has two cats and two dogs, and even has with his busy schedule, he doesn't forget to take the dog out for a walk. My man. And as usual, you know, he's always on the move and has a crazy level of energy. It's my man, Wacky Chainer. Thank you, thank you. Hello, hello. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. How's, how's my intro so far? Like, I, am I doing better, bro? Very good, man. Very good. I have to say they're getting better and better and better. Yo, that was, I'm, I'm that was the best intro I've heard in Web3. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 All right, right. Wacky, take us away, man. So, welcome, everyone. Thank you. Uh, thank you, my dear co-host, Duke. Oh, actually, I need to co-host. Invite to go. Here you go. You can the speaker. Co-host. I'm going to co-host. We're going to co-host the Sukuda, the main Sukuda official account as well. Uh, it is a pleasure today. We are obviously discussing a bit of news, but we're going to have Tsukuda on stage with us to talk about an awesome project, NBA, NFTs. I just had a little peek with Mr. Sausage earlier. 
you did mention that you were in a rush. How long do you have, Mr. Sausage? How, how long do you have with us? Oh, I don't have any rush at all. I'm here for you guys. So as long as this takes, we're here to talk about Scuda. And mainly after that introduction, man, where can I get one like that? I'm, I'm going to get it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I thought we might have to like rush into it right away. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to start very briefly with just a little bit of news. I mean, we cannot not talk about the Super Bowl. We cannot not talk about Dividai Gaku, this ad, and also a little bit of maybe Bitcoin Ordinals just to uh, set the stage. So, for all of you, and by the way, Namco, uh, Nino, Mr. Sausage, welcome on stage. You are welcome to chime in as we discuss a bit of the news. But, A, did you watch the Super Bowl? And B, did you see the Digital Gaku ad? Guys, uh, welcome. Namco, throw it over to you. I know, obviously, you have, you've got to be a sports fan. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. Forgive me if I'm rugging. Uh, your voice was just chopping a little bit, so I wasn't sure exactly... Uh, what you were saying, um, if you don't mind repeating it. I, I was saying, did you get a chance to watch the Super Bowl and did you see the Digidai Gaku ad? You know, I I love football and I wanted to watch every bit of the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. I've been working diligently on what we've got coming out this week. So I didn't get a chance to watch the entire game. I was prepping to mint the Daigaku uh, NFT from the QR code, but by the time I got to it, it was it was just too late. So I'm not going to lie. I was I was a little occupied with, with, with our project in the back end and, and getting things ready because we've got our mint this week. And um, But congratulations to everybody who got it. I mean, it's, it's an awesome NFT. I'm going to pick one up on secondary. You know, for anyone here that hasn't been involved in just yet and is looking to get involved this is exactly what you want to hear from a project founder shit man the man is like super bowl Shh, i've got better things to do man i've got my own project alone love that <laughs> okay so just a brief one let's let's just go over what happened obviously as you know digital gaku founded by gabe layton uh, is huge into the world of mobile gaming decided to spend he raised 200 million dollars last year and he decided that he would spend 6.5 of his million on advertising and especially on the Super Bowl app. And his whole idea was to basically, I think a lot of people in the space are here to onboard the, the first, yes, it is, we're still looking to onboard the first million users, right? But really onboard and map market. And, and the whole point is that he wanted to release a free NFT for people to get involved into a NFTs, but be into games. And this is effectively what happened. The ad was there. Kind of, I think it was uh, a mixed, it was a mixed receipt in terms of whether it was uh, successful or not, because a lot of people that couldn't win then got directed straight onto Gabe's page and say, follow me for a chance, <laughs> a chance to win. <laughs> see all right, all right. Wacky, I'm not too sure if uh, you are ragging or you're chopping, but I uh, hear a little bit of a chopping sound. You you probably want to hold your phone, stand at the very high corner of your house, um, just stand there for like one hour to do the space so you have a better connection, right, bro? But um, oh. I have to chive in. Like, I didn't watch the Super Bowl because I'm in I'm I'm back in Malaysia, right? And I'm already fast asleep. Um, and the funny thing is when I woke up, I saw this video. It basically, Ash Robin posted it. Uh, basically, he posted about a person, saw the ad and got so excited and scanned it. And then when he scanned it, he minted it. Uh, when he trying to mint, it already minted out. And he's like just cursing because he woke up 
I mean like super long, right? And I've been seeing news like it's crazy because he actually posted the link to Min on his page. And then the when you scan the ad, it actually goes direct to him uh, on his page, build up the traffic. So people said like, you know what? You spend 7 million to grow 200k follower. I'm not too sure whether it's a good deal or not. <laughs> Let's have a look. He had like 800,000 followers. I haven't checked how many followers he has now, but I mean, okay, the guy is a master of, uh, of engagement. I was listening to him. Also, by the way, Pupe, let me know if I am still rugging because I, I'm, technically I'm testing this new fancy mic and then maybe it turns out that it's a problem. So, you know, just, just let me know. Um, uh, a, a little bit. So you're probably standing right now, but you need to tiptoe a little bit so you get a better connection, bro. All right, you go take over. Take over for two minutes. I'm gonna I'm gonna change and put the old crappy yep, mic yep. in. Yep, yep. So, how about you guys? Like, uh, are you guys following like uh, DJ Daigaku? Because as far as I seeing, like, he, I mean, since the since the first OG collection, um, you know, had a, such a high floor price, the rest of it is like just you know launching out free collection, free collection on and on and on, uh, to free airdrop. So I'm not too sure, you know, where is this going? Maybe you can guide, you guys can chime in a little bit on your own experience on it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to throw in something around that. So I, th- the guy that's doing this, he's definitely doing this just for clout. <laughs> he has the money to pump in the numbers. He has the money to bring in the people. So um, either he's a mastermind and bringing Web 2 people into Web 3, or I don't know how this is going to end. I mean, if you really look at, it, at the metrics about the amount spent versus the amount of people that actually joined and actually used the system. I don't know if it was a success, but I think over time, we're definitely going to find that out. How is it now? Yep, yep. Hello, boys. Yeah, it's, it's better, bro. Oh, God. Can you believe it? I just, I just wasted 150 pounds on some silly road bike. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you are go- back. You are back. That's it. This is ridiculous. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off when I call road all the way in Australia. Okay, so let's get... Yeah, he's almost got a million followers. So I was listening to what he was saying in terms of... He said all throughout his years of experience. So he's been in the industry for 24 years, right? And he was saying that he's done ads all over the world during all sorts of events. And by far, he was saying the Super Bowl is the number one place that is A, by watched by, watched by hundreds of millions. Also, in, he was saying that this is the only event in the world that people actually tune in in order to watch the ads, they actually specifically look at the Super Bowl to, to look at the ads. And that's why he was willing to spend that kind of money. Uh, so re- time will tell, as you know, Mr. Sausage rightly said, whether this was valuable or not. I think there was already almost $2 million worth of uh, trade, secondary trade on the NFTs that were indeed g- given out. Plus, he's got now a second round of another 5,000 NFTs that will be given out. I mean, there's no question that this is all designed to... It, it is, by definition, a little bit of engagement farming and to onboard more people. But look, this is the name of the game, right? I remember listening to him on Friday and he was saying, making money in the space, in the, in the space of gaming, is not the problem. He said, that's actually relatively easy. What's difficult is to make people care about downloading the game and spending time and, and staying with the game long term. So we'll see what happens. I think it was... Um, I saw the ads. I didn't think it was that great, but let's see what, again what happens. Hopefully, you, it does bro, bring bro, more people. You, you, bro, you rather watch uh, Rihanna dress in all red, right? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yo, she was high. She was <laughs> really high up there. <laughs> it was pretty impressive. Right, right. So. Let's talk one more topic before we deep dive into the project. Like, 
I, I'm not too sure because my myself, I'm not really a tech guy. But uh, Bitcoin ordinance, man, it's been popping like crazy. And uh, just like, so, so today what happened if I saw an article that's saying, you know what, uh, the crypto punk, right? It's being uh, put in this TED Museum in France. Uh, basically, a very famous museum. You should know, right? You're from, uh, you're from, from France. So they say that, you know what, now the crypto punk is kind of like a piece of a historical modern art which is something that you know so when you look at this like right now crypto punk is in ethereum and then we have like ordinal punk does this means that you know what um within a few i mean not not sure how long but will it also be like a significant um you know part of history uh, that we're looking about what was your thoughts man bro okay so just to you are right yeah you saw it's going to be a it's Le Centre Georges Pompidou, uh, it's a fancy name. They, 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 are buying, they are buying those pieces of history and realizing that some of those are actually valuable now as digital assets, right? And, and I have to say, it's a huge win for the NFT space because obviously it validates a lot of the, the craze that has been going on recently. But I don't know what to think in terms of the Bitcoin thing. I really like the fact that now Bitcoins has some sort of you know, other functionality than just making payments. Because to be honest, it's been years and years. Bitcoins has, everybody knows, but now there's a renewed interest. There's a massive interest for Bitcoin as a result. But we talked about it a little bit last time. It's like, guys, they could have chosen their own collection, like something else other than punk because punk's already been used. Namco, I saw you had your hand briefly raised. Do you want to, you had something on, on the topic you wanted to bring oh, up? Oh, I, I wanted to actually just make a comment regarding the uh, Daigaku um before we we move way past that, you know, if um, product placement and and sort of like brand recognition, when it comes to to that, brands spend a crazy amount of money just to be alongside other reputable brands like them. Um, to give you an example, you know, I grew up in Hong Kong, and you know, when we're in America, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch is not like it's it's a good brand, but it's not what you think of like a premium designer label, right? But if you go to Hong Kong and you go to Central, where which is the most one of the most popular fashion districts in the world, the average rent in a three-story uh, retail space in Central is something like one million Hong Kong dollars uh, a month, which is about two hundred thousand almost uh, you one hundred and eighty or two hundred thousand dollars U.S. a month. They're not making money in that store, so like it's it's not about profitability at that point. But they're sitting right next door to a seven-story Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Todd's, Chamay, Diesel, like all of these brands where they want to see their, their brand synonymized with. So I feel like for, for Daigaku and that commercial and being up there, whether the $6 million is worth it or not, it comes down to who are we next to? You know, we're next to like Coca-Cola, Doritos. Like these are some of the most recognized brands in the world. So if you have mm-hmm. a $200 million runway, you know, to, to put yourself in that position, then, you know, after that, it's about dropping the collection and trying to bring the money back. But if you are able to, to sort of make that mark and get that staple um, to many brands, that's, that's what the cost is about. I mean, you're absolutely right. And that's what it's all about marketing very clearly. You know what? Fuck Bitcoin ordinals. No one cares about them. The man clearly has some knowledge. He knows what he's talking about. He's into NBS. He's into NFTs. Namco, we're going to jump straight into Sukuda. Stage is yours. Welcome. Welcome, Sukuda. Welcome to uh, Asia Web3, motherfuckers. Tell us more about you guys. Tell us more about the people behind the project. We're jumping straight into you guys because I don't want to cut us short. I know you have plenty of cool things happening. So 
stage, uh, stage is yours. Uh, tell us more about you, the team, and also, obviously, the man behind the project, Kevin Porter Jr. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, thank you again for having me and the team up here. We're really excited to share what we have uh, being built for you guys in the community. Um, and, you know, Kevin, Kevin Porter Jr. is the starting point guard of the Houston Rockets. He's one of the fastest growing players in the NBA right now. Um, and, you know, what Sakuda is, is basically us creating a community that's going to work with Kevin's sponsors to bring storytelling, IP development, in real access, and create long-term utilities that go back to our holders. So, you know, every every athlete sort of um, has a off-court business ventures and endeavors, and they have, like, a team of people and successful organizations that are bidding for an opportunity to work with them. And what Kevin's doing is he's saying, you know, I believe in Web3 technology. I believe in the power of communities. I'm empowered by my community and I want to create direct access to create some cool stuff with them and leverage this network and uh, make something beautiful to kind of give out to the world while uh, using that success to create a system that rewards my community over time. Amazing. And then maybe tell us more about you specifically and the guys that are, you know, working with Kevin, because I know, you know, you, you guys obviously met, you kind of have an, a connection with Azuki as well. And the people behind the team, behind the project also have a lot of Web2 expertise and knowledge. So maybe touch a little bit base, uh, quick base on this for the people that don't know you guys. Yes, most definitely. Um, little quick intro about me. You know, I have been in Web3 for about two to two and a half years now. Uh, I've been in the crypto trading space for about four years now. And, um, you know, I, I heard about Bitcoin back in the day. But of course, you know, like many of us, I didn't pay close attention until the last, you know, four to five years. But my history on the Web2 side revolves around manufacturing. I've been in the manufacturing space for over 25 years. Uh, different kinds of manufacturing from general merchandise to uh, pharmaceutical products. And basically what my experience involves is working with large teams, uh, people who are better than me at a bunch of different things and getting them together to make some really cool, successful items. And that's what we're looking to do here in Web3 is build you a successful community and launch a brand together. Um, on, my, on our team here, we have Mr. Sausage, who I'm, I'm going to pass to him in a second. To, nobody gives an intro to his history better than him. He has a wealth of knowledge in the Web3 space, uh, much more than myself. He is a Solidity dev himself, one of the best that I've ever encountered. And he has a really great team around him that knows how to do things on the back end with our Discord management, um, you know, creating utility for our community, making some token-gated access and experiences like that through our website. And then we have Nino um, here as well who is our community mod. She has been with us since day one. She has a strong pulse on the community and is uh, helps us make sure that we communicate our message the right way and gives us the best feedback of how people are perceiving things. And then behind the Sakuda account is my brother, Dim Sum. And Dim Sum is our resident sports enthusiast. He is like, if you, when it comes to sports stats, he's like the guy to go to when it comes to what's going on in the industry of sports he's the guy to go to he's also been working with me in manufacturing for many years uh he has his own robotics company that he currently um consults with as well and so i'll, I'll let the team kind of talk about themselves a little bit more and um dim sum is our product manager so 
yeah, I'll pass it off to to Dim Sum first, actually. Awesome. Thanks for this, Namco. Hey, everybody. Thank you again uh, uh, for giving us a chance to come out and uh, you know speak about Scooter and, and talk about what we uh, got going on. Uh, you know, obviously, would love to share um, all the great, great, awesome things that are, we're going to be producing here shortly. Um, like Namco said, you know, we've been working together for quite some time. He is my brother. Um, <laughs> we have uh, you know, been you working know, on so It's been a long time you know him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we'd love to pass it on to uh, to Mr. Sausage and, you know, for them to introduce themselves as well. Definitely. And hey, look, um, I just wanted to add to everything that, w- that was just mentioned. Um, when we first met Namco, the team, Dim Sum, and everybody at Sakura, one of the things he really mentioned was, I want to build a world-class type of project. I want to build something that's completely different and I want to be surrounded by people that have the experience. So Namco was already deep into Web3. I mean, he's actually a big part of the Suzuki um, fam and he holds many different high-value NFTs. But, and he also has amazing Web2 experience. So he got in contact with us. Um, for those that don't know it, I am the founder of NFTLead.com. We're one of the top Web3 launch teams in the space. And we helped launch over 100 projects so far in the space. And when we started working with Scuda, um, we knew this was not your typical project. I mean, we launched almost every type of project you can imagine. Actually, if you look at my bio, you're going to see a lot of big names in there. But we knew we were building something different, mainly because a lot of people speak about, hey, I want to bring the you know Web2 people into it, right? But a lot of projects, they don't even have a way to do that. But Scuda was completely different. Um, they actually do have a big Web2 background. And together with our Web3 experience and everything we have developed so far in Web3, we wanted to build a complete experience um, for that. And I'll talk more about it down the line in this sort of spaces of how we're doing that. But for us, it has always been really important to cover both sides, Web2, Web3, so we can make a smooth and safe experience for everybody. And honestly, I couldn't be happier with the team that we have built. I mean, not only the mods, not only Namco, Dimson, but the whole community itself. Yep. And so maybe you can touch a little bit on like how actually you guys got connected with Kevin. So I actually got connected with Kevin uh, about two years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, through a friend of mine who works at Toyota Center. Uh, I went over there one evening to, to play basketball because they were the team was wanting to do like a late night practice. It was just a couple players and I happened to be in the area and he said, hey, man, if you're nearby, come through. And so, you know, in that experience, we just got to talking and uh, I became friends with Kevin and uh, we've been friends ever since. And then about a year and a half to well, two years now, uh, you know, we I, I was talking about crypto nonstop and, you know, he kept asking me more questions about crypto. He got into trading himself and, and looking into NFTs, uh, starting with Board 8. Board 8 was like the first one that that got him excited about looking at NFTs. And then, um, well, actually got him curious. And then and then he started diving into the subject of Web3. And then we had a project come by uh, a little over a year ago today, Azuki, where, um, you know, Kevin is a huge anime fan. Uh, I think he, if you look, he's even had a shoe come out with Puma, his sponsor, and Naruto. Uh, and he wore that in multiple games. And so when Azuki came about, you know, he really vibed with the art. Um, he started looking into Web3 heavily. He picked up a couple of Zukis himself. He's still a holder today. If you check his PFP, that's what he's rocking. And um, 
going going through that experience, he started to dive more into the tech. He saw how great the community connections were and how in touch people were and how empowered everybody felt. And he's always been driven by his fans. So he wanted to create something like that um, with his community and leverage the network that he has around him to to share those benefits and give back. That's awesome. It, it really is exactly what Web3 is designed to do and what NFTs technically are really good for. And it's good to see more and more projects getting on that, that vein there and using NFTs not to just extract money out of people, but actually to provide a lot of value um, b- back to the holders. So l- let's just jump straight into what you guys have planned as uh, or, or for the holders. Because last time we spoke was a few months back and obviously everything was in the works. And you just released, first of all, I just was looking through the website. The website is awesome. You, you know, you've developed now a whole really new cool website. But as part of it, you've got a five points game plan. Um, I'll just read them out and then maybe you guys can just touch upon each of those and give a little bit more detail. But number one, you guys want to do gaming and metaverse. Number two, IRL and digital experiences. Three, physical collectible and retail brand distribution. Four, entertainment and publications. And five, revenue rewards. So that, that's actually a big list um, co- considering so many projects do so little. Um, talk about a little bit, first of all, is this in order in terms of what you guys are planning on doing? Or, and also how are you, you know, working on all those items so that the holders get the best, best experiences afterward? No, great question. So, you know, when it comes to our roadmap, um, on our website, that's not necessarily in order. There are several things that are working in parallel with each other. Um, when it comes to gaming and metaverse, uh, gaming first, you know, gaming is a big subject amongst athletes and, and all of us here in Web3. We all play games of different kinds on different platforms. And so Kevin has a list of sponsors um, especially working through Rock Nation, who's one of the biggest agencies in esports today, where we're creating access, uh, working with top-level brands in gaming, doing things like gaming tournaments, uh, looking to expand our IP in different ways in gaming, looking to bring our fashion brand forward in different way in gaming. Um, you know, 2K is one of those sponsors. MSI Gaming is one of those sponsors. So, you know, we don't want to say specific events today because, of course, we've got a lot of surprises planned for our community. But you'll see us exploring um, in those different categories of playing games and expanding our IP through gaming. And then when it comes to Metaverse, you know, um, this was actually something that I was learning from Kevin because my introduction to the metaverse uh, when coming into Web3 was things like Sandbox and Decentraland. And, you know, today what we look at the metaverse, um, like Twitter, is is the best representation of the metaverse, in my opinion, today because we're all standing behind digital avatars um, displaying a new form of expression of ourselves, you know, that goes beyond the physical. So that's that's what we call the metaverse. Um, and Kevin was telling me about a platform he used to play on every day when he was in high school. It's called Mies. I don't know if anybody's familiar with Mies, but Mies was, from what he describes to me, it was like the MySpace of the metaverse. Like there was it was like the beginning where you could see different rooms, go to different places. You could see how many people were in a certain chat. And it was actually like a type of chat where like there was different locations. Like you could be in a school, you could be in a bar, you could be in a restaurant and people congregated there just like we congregate online right now. So we want to expand our IP 
in the metaverse in different ways um, through different platforms. So how that'll happen, you know, you, you'll see after launch. Um, the other parts, you know, in real life and digital experiences, Kevin is an NBA player. So working with the NBA and the teams, uh, we'll create a lot of cool experiences for people in sports in real life and online. I mean, there's even when we say VR, there's even a cool thing. I don't know if anybody knows here where if you have a VR headset, um, there is a subscription you can buy where there is a camera on the court. That's a 360 camera where if you're not in the U.S., uh, like I grew up in Hong Kong, this would have been great to have when I was a kid. But if you're not in the U.S., you can literally sit courtside at a game and and watch it as if you're you're right there. And so, you know, that's one type of experience. And then there's access to other sporting events that happen through the NBA and the league that we want to give uh, people in our community access to through Kevin. So going into physical collectibles and retail brand distribution, um, entertainment and publications, you know, all of that plays together in launching the brand that we're launching. Uh, so Scuda is going to be a fashion label in Web2 as well. And it's going to be a limited run, high quality fashion label that's going to have tech integrated. You know, we see that as a way to continually onboard people into the space and into our project and grow our community over time. And to do that, we're actually lending technology that was pioneered with Chiru Labs and PBT. And PBT, for those of you who don't know, is the ability to mint a token that starts in the physical. So it's chips that you can integrate into your physical products that will allow people to have a digital experience and mint something that's on-chain, uh, trustless, and allows us to to dive deeper in sharing the technologies of Web3 with the rest of the world. And so, you know, Kevin loves that. Uh, he sees how uh, Azuki did a great job of implementing that. And we want to use that as a technology to continually grow our brand and, and bring new people into our community. You know, people who in basketball, not everybody knows about Web3. And so this is a really cool way for us to continually do that because you can only do so much in a launch. Yep. And just listening to you know how that you guys are actually planning the whole thing it sounds really awesome because like there's so much thoughts going behind uh, creating the project and it's a good thing that you know you guys are here right now building the project so maybe we can touch a little bit on because like when I see the project you know um, it's a, it's basically like you know you have like in-game projects and even like for example the we are two days before the minting and you guys have already announced tons of stuff, right? Uh, like, for example, this week, you guys have, like, the games that give away uh, back in mid-January, you announced, like, the PBTX um, Sukuta. So, can you just tell me briefly on, you know, what goes behind creating such, like, um, so, so many things, right? Even before the launch, like, usually people do these kind of things, like, after the launch, but before the launch, you guys are already planning on, you know, delivering tons of stuff. So what goes behind? Like, um, is it like extremely busy because it's like two days ahead? Just tell me a little bit more on it. Oh yeah, we're, we're extremely busy. Uh, you know, as I said earlier, I didn't even get to watch the Super Bowl. Um, my wife doesn't even say good morning. She just says GM to me now. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Oh shit. That's it. She's addicted she, to web three. <laughs> so, um, you know, when, when it comes to this project, as I said, what you've seen as a community and, and online has been about two to three months of promotion um, since November, really. But we've been working on this project for uh, a little, for a year and a half now, I want to say almost. And um, 
what we've done is we've explored different ways where we can expand. We're here for the long term. So the projects today are different than the projects that came out a year ago. A year ago, you could put out a couple of things, a bunch of cool artwork, and everybody would kind of speculate their way up. We want it to be more informative. We see that projects that succeed today you know, are very transparent. And, um, and we have no problem being transparent without giving details and ruining the excitement, you know, of things to come. A lot of the stuff that we did pre-launch was to illustrate that we, that that's just the icing on the cake. You know, some of the NFTs we're giving away, some of the sports memorabilia that Kevin signed, he's given away signed shoes. Uh, we're giving away a signed Jersey, um, during this giveaway for the, for the NFT contest as well. Those are all things that are like what we see as icing on the cake, things that will enrich your experience as we build out this brand. But long-term, we are looking to build out a brand together with Web3. You know, Kevin is joining the metaverse. So this is like into the metaverse for him and his community. We're going to use storytelling as our delivery vehicle because that's how art is enriched. Everybody appreciates art more when there's a story behind it. And so we're going to use our art to tell a, the story of, of creating this brand and pushing it out to the world. That'll come with a lot of lore and things like that as well. And through that success, we'll have a treasury that's made that will filter benefits back to our community over time. So if you're in Scuda, you're literally working with an NBA professional athlete, one of the fastest growing players in the league, to build with him off the court and benefit that for many, many years to come. So, okay, talk to me a little bit about community building. Because, so you mentioned, obviously, that the whole idea is to provide NBA fans and especially Kevin fans an opportunity to get access to him, right? Because being an NFT holder, you will have potentially the, the, the possibility of being here with him, doing stuff with him, communicating with him, right? So looking at your account, um, you have 13,000 followers. And to be honest, that's act provided be because there's been so much trimming of bots and everything, that's actually quite a healthy number as long as the community is involved, which by the looks of it, you've also got a pretty active community within Discord. Have, talk to me about the community building aspect where have you guys marketed uh, this relatively heavily on the Web2 side as well or primarily just Web3 right now, Web3, Web3 Twitter, people that are familiar with the space um, or what has been the strategy behind uh, the mint wall? you know, up to mint right now? You know, that's that's a very interesting question because when I started this thing out, that was a challenge that um, was very important to me and, and the team. And I and I spoke with Mike, uh, Mr. Sausage, and he had a lot of great input on this. Um, and so the approach we took for the Web2 side, which is where actually Kevin's biggest audience is, if you look at his following on Instagram versus Twitter, which we all know Web3 is actively on Twitter, a, you know, a little bit on, on Instagram. Uh, Web2 audiences are very big on Instagram. And, you know, he's got more than five or six, more than seven times the following on Instagram than he does on Twitter and activity as well. And, you know, thankfully, so do we. And then so what we see that on Instagram, we have even more engagement than we have on Twitter. And so we used Instagram and email marketing, which is the norm on the Web2 side to, to get information out to people. And really, that's, that's the best we can do is we can get information out to everybody and educate them on what Web3 is, how it works, 
uh, why it's important. We try to stay away from the word NFT. We use digital collectibles because, you know, NFT due to success and failure of different projects means all kinds of things. Today, people just want to see how it relates to them. So our language is a little bit different uh, on the Instagram versus Twitter side. And what we're trying to do is show people that, hey, look, we're, we're creating access for you, access that isn't available to the everyday person today or everyday sports fan. And um, we're giving you the ability to be part of what a professional athlete deals with and creates off the court. And for the people who love that athlete and love the sport and want to have that opportunity, they're, they're interested to learn more. So we try to direct them into our Discord where we have our great mods who can continue the education. A lot of our FAQ is geared around educating people on how Web3 works and how to mint. Also on our website, our mint is going to include credit and debit card with CrossMint. So people don't have to necessarily set up a wallet and go through all of that um, you know, that learning curve up front. They can kind of jump in onto the experience and then learn as they go along. And um, we believe that CrossMint and then later PBT will be two driving factors in that, in that endeavor. 100%. Awesome. Like, like when you look at, for example, like Kevin Porter Jr., right? Um, he has a strong influence in Web2. Do you think that because of this kind of influence, your project will have a mixed balance between like people, like Web3 people who's interested in the project and, you know, Web2 people coming into the project? Would you believe like um, your community would be well-balanced in terms of that? I'm, I'm sorry. I think I rugged for a second. Could you repeat that? <laughs> no problem, bro. Like I say, because like when we look at Kevin Porter Jr., he has strong influence in the Web2 side of things, right? And when we look at it right now, um, being somebody that is influenced in Web2, for example, he has a strong following in Instagram. Would, would you think that your community later on when, when minting happens will become of like a mixture between like um, half of them will be, for example, Web3 and then there's a lot of onboarding from Web2 that will come into the space? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got people in our community now who for who didn't really care much about Twitter, but they realize how much of this activity is there, and now they're in Discord and Twitter. So we see a good mix of Web 2 and Web 3 coming in, and the beautiful part is, you know, we all grow together. So our Web 3 audience is, our community members are so helpful in educating and, and helping people learn about the technology of Web 3 and, and how it can benefit them. And our Web2 audience is very inquisitive. So it's, it's a great relationship. And, and we see both of it happening in our Discord. So I, I want to try a couple of things. We were talking about access here. And you're also talking about just in general, making this more readily available for more people. So two things. Number one, question for you in terms of minting. Will, you have, uh, will minting be purely in ETH? Or will there be some sort of on-ramp that allows people to mint as well in dollars? And number two, we are giving away five whitelists for Sukuda that is coming up in two days on Wednesday. But I don't want to give them out randomly to random people that may not actually be minting. So if you are in the space right now, if you are interested in minting on Wednesday, DM me. The first two people that DM me will get a whitelist. I want to give it to people that actually do care and will be minting right here. The time is now. You can DM me. The first two people will get it. Mr. Sausage, you have, you, you have your hand raised. Tell me, tell me what you want. To, tell me more. 
Well, first of all, I'm going to DM you because even if I'm in the team, it's hard to get a white. So, ah, <laughs> uh, no, you're not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, that's what just happened. Like when Mackie was telling, I'm literally in my mind, it's like, shit, I'm going to DM him right now. <laughs> oh, Blacksat, I got you. I got your DM, Blacksat. Would love to meet that's awesome but hey look going back to the question about how we're actually going to mint so as we know we're going to have two dates for minting all right and the first day it's going to be wide for a wide spot um we do have um only crypto you know the typical mint with eth you know with your metamask coinbase or any type of wallet you want even your ledger we, we our website is fully ready and it's already tested to make sure you guys can have a smooth and safe minting experience then on the next day, we're going to have our public minting. And that one is when we're going to give anyone the chance, um, even if you're Web2 or Web3, to go ahead and get your own NFT of Scuda. So in this chance, we're partnering with a system called CrossMint. And we have integrated them into our minting site so that we can easily accept debit and credit cards um, to mint your own NFT. And as you mentioned before, you know, I, I, Namco mentioned it as well. As part of our marketing strategy, it has always been to actually... You know, be on both sides. I mean, you cannot go fully Web3, but we cannot go fully Web2. So we wanted to give the best of both worlds. And that's exactly what we created here, right? So people are going to be able to use the same card they used to, you know, buy on Amazon or any online shop. And they're going to be able to buy their own NFT, even if they don't have a MetaMask wallet, even, even if they don't have a wallet on any exchange. It doesn't matter because the system automatically creates a wallet for them. And then once they have their NFT, they have two options. They can either keep it in that wallet that was created for them, or they can transfer it easily to their MetaMask. Um, as we move forward with the project, we're going to have um, token-gated types of uh, different experiences, and we're going to make sure everybody can get access to them. That's awesome. This is the way forward, right? The easy access is the way forward. Um, what Gabe was doing, obviously, with Gaku, and again, I was listening to him on Friday, he was saying, unfortunately, we do need to keep the requirement of people having a wallet because you kind of want people to be there, to be involved a little bit in the space. But there's been a lot of criticism around this that had it been easier, then potentially more people would be interested. So it's really good to hear that you guys are obviously on this vein and, and already thinking about this because, to be honest, I mean, the wallets, I think they're going to be obsolete at some point or another. As soon as someone <laughs> finds a way, an easy way to integrate them, it'll be gone. I think even us will be like, thank God for this. Yeah. Puke, you had? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, So right now, like, you know, the interesting part, it's like Kevin Potter Jr., he's an NBA player, right? And so, like, the whole in terms of Sukuta, I want to dive down a little bit on the NBA aspect of it. So like you were saying, for example, in real life events, um, when you talk about like, you know, the the virtual thing, I saw it on a YouTube video and bro, it's absolutely amazing. Like you actually get to sit at a courtside and then when you turn left and right, there are like crowd shouting, you watching the game. So it's going to be a cool experience. So when you talk about like, for example, physical collectibles and stuff like that, is it all going to be related to, for example, NBA, basketball, like even the merchandise and stuff like that, is it purely going to be just uh, a basketball kind of brand? Uh, so, you know, what I said in the beginning is basketball and fashion go hand in hand. And so the basketball side of the brand is going to be a big part of the audience and places where we um, place some of the fashion items. And 
draw some of the inspiration to the attitude of style and, and vibe that we're creating. But independently, it is going to be its own fashion label. So we have fashion consultants that are successful working with different big brands that are helping curate the line that we will show to our community. We have uh, key retail locations in cities between Los Angeles, Phoenix, Houston, Atlanta, Philadelphia, New York, that are excited to help do our pop-up drops uh, for our items. And we have fashion shows that we're discussing entering. So, you know, as a fashion label, it will have its own trajectory in that respect. And the community will have the opportunity to participate in that creation in several different stages. So, like, it's two parallels. You know, the basketball stuff is more on the experiential side. And, and, and sort of like a, an influence behind the fashion. But the fashion itself has its own vibe, its own uh, platform. And the vibe that Kevin really likes to push and the way he says it is, uh, you know, like Japanese aesthetic meets rock star mentality. And we, want, we like the balanced structural aesthetics from Japanese cultural uh, approaches and fabric. And then he wants to add like a rock star flair which is, you know, also in the design, not so much in prints and stuff like that. It's amazing. You know, I was looking through the website. I was more and more projects are really loving that Japanese aspect. And it's fascinating. I think more and more of the Japanese culture is coming in on to the Western side of the world. And it's got to be fascinating to see what happens over the next few years because, man, the art is cool. The, the drawings are cool. Everything, the lore is cool. And more and more people are getting influenced by it and, and love it, really. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the next few years. But on the same vein of the NBA, you mentioned earlier, um, I think you, I heard this right, that the, you're doing this in partnership with the NBA, or at least by the sound of it, it's, it seems like the NBA is aware and potentially involved in some way. How does it work? How is the NBA taking all of this? Because I know that all the various professional associations, sports professional associations, are very, very, um, when I say very, they change a lot in terms of what they allow their players to do in terms of extracurricular activities and you know, whether in terms of products or marketing or things like this. So how is the NBA responding to all of this? Are they involved? And uh, where do you see this going? So, you know, when it comes to the NBA, the, there's so many different agreements that come into the place and, and in terms of like PR and licensing, the NBA has its own rules. The franchises have their own rules. So it's, it's a bit of like a maze for us to kind of navigate through. But when it comes to the league, the, the support starts with the team. So the Houston Rockets have been very helpful in supporting um, what we're trying to do when it comes to giving us access to things in the stadium. Literally, I'm working with uh, members of their staff who are in charge of their entire marketing department. I'm in, in touch with all the department heads. And when I need content, like, you know, we have some stuff coming up promoting an event, they'll give me content and they'll give me content that their camera people catch and send it over to me. Even when Kevin's wearing his Scooter hoodie that, you know, is one of our staple hoodies we're looking to release, he's wearing that walking into the stadium. They're taking those pictures and sending them to me. We're talking about an event that we want to coordinate with them, uh, like in the short term and another one in the summer, which is a charity event. And they're more than happy to where they can give us access there. There's certain things they can't do because of their agreements with the NBA. Um, but even on that side, they're helping us navigate those rules. So 
it's sort of having that level of support and uh, excitement on their side, you know, has been a blessing. We hear all the time how Scuda is all people are talking about in the lo- in the Houston Rockets locker room right now. You know, between the players and uh, other people on the staff, uh, everybody's excited for what's coming out. Everybody's already asking about, hey, when can I get my hands on this hoodie or, or what else do you guys have launching and things like that. So when it comes to like the Web2 side, that's where we see like a lot of interest. And um, the league has been helpful in, in giving us access. Yep, and when you even talk about that, man, I'm excited because like Min is two days away and you guys have been working far too long until you know reach this point. Like just tell me, like, you know, two days, how hectic are you? Like I, I saw literally you guys were just done with one space and then hop on to, to this, right? So just tell me like two days, how are you guys uh, taking all in? Oh man, we're we're firing on all cylinders. You know, the whole team is on every day throughout the day. I, I really have to give a lot of credit to the team because without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. Um, I mean, I wake up. Nino's here. I'm, I'm gonna let her speak to a little bit about the community. Rebecca's in the audience as well, and I mean, I see these girls like up before I'm up and online when I wake up the next day up after I was asleep. So, and I'm up a lot, you know, I'm putting in 12 to 16 hour days online myself working with, uh, I wish Hugo was here. Hugo is our artist and um, working with Mike, Hugo, Dim Sum, Nino, Rebecca, you know, so we're, we're on all cylinders. We're doing multiple spaces. Our goal is to bring awareness to the project, you know, uh, thankful to people like you guys to give us a space to be able to talk about it. Um, bring awareness, let people know what's going on, get them excited if they're, if they're vibe with our type of project and uh, show them where there is long-term utility for them, which is really what we're all striving to build in this space for each other. It's fascinating. I think it's very inspiring what you guys do. Nino, you want to maybe touch on the community because obviously that's a huge aspect of any project being successful. Um, Nino, welcome to stage. Hey guys. Good morning. How's everyone? Very good. And you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for, you know, having us up here. Um, We truly do appreciate you guys and, you know, essentially everyone that's tuned in right now. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to uh, touch base on a little bit about myself. Um, So I'm Ninoshka, but I go by uh, Nini or Nino for short in the space. Um, I've been in Web3 for roughly two years now. Um, And honestly, this year is the year that I decided to take Web3 serious um, just because I did see the potential in this space and how um, just far we've come um, and how far we could uh, get, essentially. Um, So, yeah, outside of, you know, just growing my portfolio in Web3 and being um, a moderator for Scuda, um, I am a work from home training supervisor and also a chief marketing officer for Watch Me Work Sports, uh, which is an exposure platform for underexposed athletes. Um, So I work, you know, around sports originally um, and even prior to joining Scuda. um, And um, I'm just really heavily involved in sports. I... uh, I love it. I love basketball for the most part. Um, and yeah, and, and I uh, wanted to be a part of a project essentially that, you know, had the same interests that I have. Um, and, you know, being heavily involved in basketball and just sports in general, I was looking for a project that revolved around basketball and essentially, um, you know, 
becoming a part of a community that shared the same interest that I have, which is sports. Um, and after doing some research on different projects, um, none of them really stood out to me until I stumbled across Scuda. Um, and after, you know, doing my own research, of course, I knew that I had to be a part of the team and project. Um, for me, seeing Kevin Porter Jr., you know, being heavily involved in the project, seeing the artwork, um, joining the Discord, being a part of the community um, right there, I was all in and all for it. Because um, like I said, I was looking for a project that welcomed me and my interest and Scuda was that project for me. Um, so overall, the community is amazing. Um, we have an amazing community. Sometimes we are quiet, um, but for the most part, our community is amazing. Um, our team is amazing. Um, everything that we've been doing in our Discord has been nothing but just uplifting the community and, um, you know, just essentially trying to get to know our community because, you know, without our community, we are nothing. Um, you know, you can have a, a business that, you know, educates and does so much, but if you're not doing anything with the community and for the community, it's not going to flourish at all. Um, and so we have definitely tried to establish that um, just open pillar, open communication and, and just family sense into our community. And I feel like we've done a very, very great job on that. Um, and yeah, just overall, the community is just um, very welcoming. Um, we are not only ba uh, basketball based. Um, just yesterday, we were uh, cheering, you know, for the Super Bowl. I was cheering for uh, KC. And so um, we were definitely streaming, you know, that in our Discord and just having a jolly old time. So, you know, just because you see Kevin Porter Jr., um, you know, behind this project does not, you know, mean that we are all for basketball. We welcome everyone. Um, we welcome, you know, football players, soccer, um, just anything that you might envision we definitely welcome and um yeah we're just looking forward to everything post mint um and i'm very very stoked to see what's going on um and what we have going on behind the scenes and i can't wait to honestly share it with everyone that that's awesome and it's also awesome to hear that you know you i mean you're gonna be the poster girl to onboard more girls into sports and into nfts and it's just awesome that you guys um you know have like that wide variety of a team because we need everybody now it's, it's gonna be a worldwide phenomenon so it's really good to hear that okay we're gonna be running out of time really shortly because we've got another show coming up after this we've got fahan on stage um who potentially has a question for the team fahan how are you doing welcome do you have a question for the sakuda team or you're just coming up on stage to say hello and show your love through your actions of being on stage next to them. I think that's probably what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Yeah, he's disconnecting. He's okay, here, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, guys, before we close off, anything else that you would like to, um, to basically finish on? Any sort of alpha coming up to Mint? We've got just a reminder, two days, Wednesday, Mint. Supply is 33333, three, 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 if I'm not mistaken. But anything else you guys want to share before we also give out one more whitelist, one more whitelist. Anyone interested in the space right now looking to whitelist on Wednesday, if you are not going to mint, do not DM me. If you are going to mint, DM me right now. You'll get a whitelist. Back over to you guys. Yeah, you know what I'll end it on? You know, we've talked a lot about this community. We've talked a lot about different things we're going to do in the project. Uh, just to summarize, in essence, we are looking to create a community that for the first time gets access to work 
with a professional athlete building a story off the court and uh, and vibing with people worldwide who love the same sports you do. Um, in addition to that, our Mint is in two days. We have, uh, this is the first time we'll be announcing this, but you'll see a post on it later today, so turn your notifications on. There is a special announcement for the first people coming into the Mint, um, a special release, so stay tuned to find out what that is. Um, and come vibe with us on Discord if you have any other questions. Our mods, our team is there to help answer. And if we don't see you before, we will see you online. Ben. Thanks, Ben. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So, so guys, you know, once again, thank you, Namco. Thank you, Sukuta team, uh, Mr. Sausage, and all, especially, I, I will always remember uh, the name Dim Sum because it's kind of like my favorite food. So, <laughs> once you say that, I'm like, ah, I'm going to remember his name, like Dim Sum. Hey, awesome, so, man. Again, guys, awesome, hey. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You guys are in Hong Kong, right? Like, me and Wacky, we probably go there in April. So, you know what? We, let's catch up with some Dim Sum, right? Well, we're we're in Houston, Texas right now, but we grew up in Hong Kong. Uh, we were there for like 14 years and, and then we moved here. But we miss it all the time. We're still residents of Hong Kong, so we, we go back regularly. And when we do, we'll definitely let you know. Or if you come to Houston, right, we'll bring you some, some here. It's not going to be as crazy as Hong Kong, but there's some really good spots here too. <laughs> Fair enough. Looking forward to it, man. Yep, and as usual, guys, you know, um, me and Wacky, we run a Twitter page called PewCast, basically just one goal, which is wanting to build the strongest Asia community in Web3. And we empower three different types of people, which is artists, builders, and communities. So right after this, literally three minutes after the space, I host the Daily Dose Asia. Basically, it's under the Ryan Carson Daily Dose show. So if you guys, you know, have free time, come and vibe with us because we do tons of fun stuff. All right. So once again, thank you, Sukuta, for your time. Um, basically, two days to me. Wish you all the best. Indeed. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being with us. Love you guys. Good luck on Wednesday. Phew, take us out with the little outro music. Put us in the mood. <laughs> you suddenly you got something put me fun? on the spot. Yeah, 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 I got bro. I got bro. Hold on, hold on. I got bro. <laughs> oh man. All right, and for you guys that are interested in whitelist, follow the page, enter the raffle. We'll get some more for you. Bye, guys. Love you. Life is all about you. And not at all about you. Now that's two opposing thoughts, and yet both of them are true. How can you?